The following program contains elements of programming that are previously recorded and may appear as live. Welcome to Hope Reigns, a show brought to you by Eight Days of Hope, where we share God-sized stories from the mission field all around the country. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Tiber and Mike Fiella. Well, welcome to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. How are you? Thank you for joining us. My name is Steve Tiber. I'm the founder of an organization called Eight Days of Hope. Hanging out with one of my dearest friends from upstate New York, Mr. Mike Fiella, is in the house. How are you, my man? I am doing awesome this morning. You know, I drive into the studio, my cup of coffee in one hand. I actually listening to some of your updates through my uh, my car phone there, and sure. uh, it's just just I'm excited for what God is doing in and throughout eight days of hope in in our country today things are changing we are staying so busy yes. and it's just awesome I, I'm, I'm sure we're gonna get a lot of updates today on what uh, what god's doing you know today we're in different parts of the country uh we are in louisiana mike as we speak yes. and actually today our guest will be one of the leaders that serves with eight days of hope gary wilkins will be joining us live from uh, louisiana lake charles louisiana mike has been hit time and time again the last six months i was thinking this this morning, four, four storms in the last six months. They had Hurricane Delta, okay. Hurricane Laura, mm-hmm. the crazy ice freeze that hit Texas and Louisiana back in January that broke pipe after pipe oh, after yes. pipe because yes. those pipes are in the attics. They're not insulated. They're not in the basement right. of homes that you would see up in the Northeast. And now flooding, Mike, flooding they haven't seen in a 100 years in the same communities the four same, major disasters and they're you're talking about houses that we've already been there to fix and businesses that have oh, and, that and we're back again and again would you say four times four times four times mike since last fall and you know it broke our heart that we are i mean we love we love our friends down in lake charles and baton rouge and, and lafayette louisiana and and if you're interested to, to come join us. We're going to tell you in a minute. But, you know, we love our friends down there, Mike. But as I was telling one of the pastors the other day, I am praying that soon I can come to Louisiana and have dinner with you and we don't talk anything about disasters ah. because that's been their life the last six months. And think, Absolutely. Mike, you've been, you know, you were a pastor for, for a couple decades, right? Maybe yes. longer. Think about if you're leading a congregation, at what point does the tank just run on empty? Well, you know, that's all we always say. And folks, l- listen to this. this. I don't want this to be so repetitious that it just goes over our heads. We need to pray. Pray, mm-hmm. pray, pray. And then, you know, you can volunteer and you can donate because these people, they've got to be so down and out. I mean, it's just like I did read something that um, they're just, it's like you're out of breath as you have no more energy. How oh, wow. many times can we rebuild our house and just get this brand new drywall up and it's got to be ripped out again? And, so, and, yeah. And Mike, that's exactly what has happened. We know that, you know, we were serving a family uh, yesterday and they just had their drywall uh, put up after the, 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 the hurricane. They weren't okay. affected by the ice freeze, thank God, uh, but they were affected by the two hurricanes. They just got their drywall up. They sure. just finished the mudding part and the finishing part, getting ready to paint it, and their house floods. Sure. Oh, my gosh. My heart is broken. Yeah. Um, you know, Eight Days of Hope, we travel the country. Eight in the Bible, that number means new beginnings. And our hope and goal is to bring new beginnings to families in need after natural disasters. Uh, that was the only arm of the ministry for about 14 years. We're 15 years old, 15 years young. About a year ago, we started building safe houses for those rescued from sex trafficking. And we just finished our sixth project. Uh, went back to Elijah Rising in Houston and installed about 40 windows 
some of her leaders went down there. But Mike, back to Louisiana, you know, disasters, people don't realize how many disasters happen in our country. Mm-hmm. That's right. Last year, there were 969 disasters. 969. I'm going to write some of this. Yeah, down. 969 disasters. And I know what happens if you're listening today in South Dakota or Iowa, or Georgia, and you're saying, you know what, I remember that hurricane, or I remember that flooding, but I remember a handful. Do you know that already this year, Mike, there's been over 250 disasters? Oh, my. Already. Now, you know, we... You know, the media's picked up on the ice freeze in Texas, Louisiana, of course, the recent flooding, uh, a couple tornadoes here and there. But, Mike, so much goes on in the news, and we live in an instant news 30-second cycle, and then it's kind of put off to the side. Uh, they continue to happen, but Eight Days of Hope continues to show up to love and serve those in need. And that's why you need to get involved, because maybe something's happening in Texas or Louisiana, and it's not happening in your area, but that's the time where you can step up. You mentioned about, about pastors, the heavy load that is on a pastor mm. when he has people in his congregation. I mean, let's face it, they're human. They're, they're questioning, why is this happening again? Is you know, did I, you know, And they're just the, the, the overload of work in trying to be just to help people out spiritually Hmm. um you know we need to keep our eyes focused on the lord but sometimes it's so hard when you're looking at your your again your drywall or your uh your basement's flooded your all your utilities are out because of that sure so you know we as a country need to stick together we as a country need to listen to these invitations to come and serve and i'll tell you as Everyone would tell you if after they come and serve, their life has changed. Your life will be changed as well as you're helping somebody else. You know, I hear from volunteers all the time, Steve, I'm, you know, my Southern friend, Steve, I'm worn out, (laughs) but my heart is full. And, and, you know, we we, we hear that, the volunteers that come from Illinois and Virginia, 40,000, actually 41,000 volunteers have served with this mic from coast to coast, Hmm. $55 million of work completed, 7,000 homes rebuilt, and you... Today's listener, you're invited. So I'm going to give you some opportunities to put on your calendar, no matter if you live in North Carolina or if you're listening today in New Mexico. We want to invite you to some outreaches that we know are coming up. So let me tell you a couple of them. Okay, come on. Uh, Here in Louisiana, we're going to be here at least a Saturday. We might extend it. So we'll be here for at least one more week. All right. It's free. You have to be 18. We provide food and lodging. Show up. And uh, we would love to um, give you a couple good-looking T-shirts. We're going to feed you oh, really yeah. good. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's called. It's not called Eight Pounds of Hope for Nothing, right? Because <laughs> we uh, those those homeowners, those families sure. we serve, they, they like to bring us those cakes and cookies. So we'll be here in Louisiana to June 12th. And the information is on our website at 8daysofhope.com if you live not too far away and you want to come down for a little bit, that'd be great. We also have, uh, you know, we're based in Mississippi, but we also have a facility in Buffalo, New York, and one in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. And every year, Mike, we try to do something in all three communities outside of natural disasters. So we just finished, you know, providing $6 million of food through 150 churches in, in, in New York and Iowa and Ohio. Well, this past week, we announced an initiative in Buffalo, New York, in the inner city. Yes. And we're going to be leading uh, 70 churches or so to help those with free home repairs. All the monies are being raised here in Buffalo. The local church is fully on board. We yeah. did this two years ago. Had Couldn't do it last year because of COVID. But we had 1,500 people show up, including 500 people from around the country. Now, this is a situation that this hasn't been a natural disaster. No. Other than, you know, uh, people that are just in need and their houses are... 
Yeah, and because our Northeast satellite is here, we want to do something locally. And so if you're interested, we just announced last week that we will be going to Buffalo, New York, July 17th through July 24th. You can come for one day or all eight days. Again, if you're out of town, we'll provide food and lodging. If you come for at least three days, we're going to give you a free ticket on July 25th to go to the local Six Flags amusement park. Oh, yeah. So we all get to ride some roller coasters. Do you do roller coasters? Oh, uh, no. <laughs> I was going to say something. <laughs> Nothing to pray about on that front. No, Mike I, says, not me. I can tell you stories about that. Yeah. But that's for another show. <laughs> all right. So we have these two outreaches, one in Louisiana. So we're in the South. We got something planned in late July in Buffalo, New York. If you live down south and you want to get away from humidity, the weather is perfect in, <laughs> in Buffalo in July and yeah, August. Yeah. You got to do that. And we think we're about 10 days away from announcing an outreach in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. That's not only a community outreach, but also disaster. You know, a year ago, Mike, yes. they had a crazy windstorm called a derocho. Yeah, we, we got we that. We finally got out. that right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It took us a couple shows to get that right. A couple shows, I think about 20 of them. Uh, you know, we'd still be called all these different Hebrew and French names, you know, trying to describe. 35,000 trees, though, were knocked down in Cedar Rapids, Iowa last year in August. Crazy. And our hope is by June 15th, so we're just, what, two weeks away, sure. that we're going to announce a way that you can help us in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. And all I can tell you right now, the month of August is what we're looking at. Okay. So uh, we think by June 15th, we'll be able to announce it on our website. And Mike, so that's for the Midwestern folks, right? Mm -hmm. So we got something right. down south in the Northeast Midwest. We also are going to be building a safe house for those rescued from sex trafficking in Sioux Falls, South Dakota in September. September. Folks, you got to go to the website because there's so much information <laughs> yeah, going, yeah, get, yeah. getting tossed out right now. That Go yeah. to 8 daysofhopecom yeah. and, and all this information is going to be yeah. there. Get your name into the system and love we'll, we'll send you the reminders. And I love everyone, but please don't call me. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes, Mike, so here's the funny story. A radio station down in Alabama... I don't know how they got my cell phone number. Really? And yesterday, oh my gosh, I talked to the sweetest widow down in Alabama and and you know, she's been widowed now for about two and a half years and she just wants to know, hey, can you use a seventy eight year old lady on a <laughs> really? mission trip? And we, you know, it was a God divined moment of, sure. of and, and I'm like, How'd you get my number? She goes, Well, so and so, so and so at, at Birmingham, Alabama gave me your number and, I, and but anyways, uh, hey, go to the website, eight dayshope.com. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And lastly, Mike, before I know we're going to go to a break in a couple of minutes, but this is a perfect time to make a donation to Eight Days of Hope. Every dollar you give is 100% passed through to families in need. Yes, we have a full whopping five-member staff because we have 181 <laughs> volunteer leaders. Sure. But, you know, God's blessed us with about $3 million of equipment. And here we are in Louisiana on week number two. Okay. Uh, we're getting ready to do something in upstate New York uh, later this summer. We're going to do something in, in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, something in Cedar Rapids, Iowa to help out disaster victims there. But if you can make a donation or become a monthly partner, you can do that on our website. So what you're saying is, Steve, uh, and the listeners, to, to hear this, every single penny, nickel, dime, $1,000 bill, yeah, <laughs> it all goes to the front lines. 100% pass through. We have partners, and they're listed on our website, and they cover our fixed costs. So if you want to make a donation to help us out in Louisiana, we could use your help. Um, yes. You don't know this yet, Mike, but yesterday our water heater went out on our shower trailer. Oh, no. Yeah, it just it didn't work. Have you ever taken a cold shower? Uh, by mistake once, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got out that, quick. That is not fun. Now, no. 
I, you know, when I get in a cold shower, I kind of like turn Pentecostal, I start dancing around because I, I just can't, you know, like, woo, what's yeah. going on here? But the, you know, things like this happen. You know, I, I, so the leader calls me, goes, Steve, bad news and good news. And I said, all right, let's knock out the bad news. He goes, well, the water heater went out in the shower trailer. Oh, it's eighteen hundred dollars. I'm like, all right, well, what's the good news? He goes, well, um, it's fixed. Oh, okay. I said, well, thank you. I, I was waiting for saying yeah. when someone paid for it, but maybe that's coming tomorrow. Who knows? Okay, but, who knows? Yeah, you can make a donation at eightdaysofhope.com. And you can become a monthly partner. And every month, $5, $50, $100, every dollar will go to those families in need. So donate to the um, shower trailer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. The good news is last night, all the volunteers down there, and there's uh, well over 100, they're down there. They all got hot showers. Oh, so, awesome. That's I mean, you, you can't work in that heat, Mike. Oh, yeah. And not come back to I a shower. To a shower, yeah. yeah. That, that is, you know, God's blessed us with four shower trailers. So, yeah. Mm. Um, you know, I back. Remember, oh, you don't. You weren't at eight days old one. Um, you know, we we stayed at a facility, and I think there was four showers, oh and we had six hundred and eighty four volunteers. Well, think about it, Steve. I mean, how great God is! Shower trailers, laundry trailers, you know, feeding trailers. Feeding, I mean, it's just, it's just. <laughs> it's crazy. Did you ever think no, since two thousand and five no. that the God would bring it to this point? It's all God. It is, it is all God. I tell people we're we're not we're not that smart. <laughs> Mike, Mike and I know we're not that smart. Well, Steve knows a lot of numbers, but we're not all that smart. No, I'm yeah. kidding. Thank you for joining us this morning here on Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Uh, we're so thankful that you're joining us and want to thank WDCX, our home base here in upstate New York, which uh, records the shows, and, and our national partner, American Family Radio, week mm-hmm. in and week out. They help get the word out about the needs out there. And so many of our volunteers have heard sure. about us uh, on those two uh, uh, radio stations, one national, one more regional, but so thankful for both of those. Hey, when we come back, we're going to talk to Gary Wilkins. Gary is one of the 181 volunteer leaders. He's a missionary. He raises his own support. He doesn't get paid a penny, and he travels the country on a moment's notice to serve those in need. It's going to be an amazing interview. Please hang out with us for a little bit longer. Hey, when we come back, we'll talk to Gary Wilkins. I'm Steve Tiber hanging out with... Mike Fiella. Yes, you are. We'll be back in a minute. You're listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Eight Days of Hope is thankful for ministry partners like Provia, a manufacturer of residential exterior building products. Provia's mission is to serve by caring for details, and each employee strives to do that every day. Provia combines automation and human craftsmanship in creating their doors, windows, siding, stone, and metal roofing. More about Provia's mission and products at Provia.com, P-R-O-V-I-A.com. Here's Steve Tiber, president of Eight Days of Hope. Eight Days of Hope exists to love and serve those in need. Over the past 15 years, over 40,000 volunteers have served over 7,000 families after natural disasters. We've also renovated and rebuilt facilities to bring hope and healing to those rescued from sex trafficking. At Eight Days of Hope, we travel coast to coast in the name of Jesus to minister to the brokenhearted. For more information, as always, please visit our website, 8daysofhope.com. Eight Days of Hope is now located in three different areas around the country. Our national headquarters is located in Tupelo, Mississippi. Our northeast satellite is in Buffalo, New York, and our Midwest satellite just opened up in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. God has provided three facilities for us to respond on a moment's notice to love and serve those in need. We would love to add additional monthly partners as we continue to grow. If you're interested in supporting 8 Days of Hope, please click on the Donate tab on our website at 8daysofhope.com. Please consider supporting 8 Days of Hope today.
Welcome back to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Steve Tiber hanging out with Mike Fiella. I'm telling you, we've been doing this for over two years now, Mike. And your goal is to get me to laugh every single time we come back from break. Every single time. Well, what I have to do is take a little video snippet of the way you welcome people and the glow on you and then post it on our website and people will understand why. Oh, man. I love that song by David Crowder, Good God Mm, Almighty. And we do serve a good God and he is almighty and he sits on the throne. Amen. And he hasn't changed. I know our world has changed. We're coming out of a pandemic. It looks like, Mike, disasters continue to happen. We're going to get to our guest here in a minute down in Louisiana helping out the flood victims. Uh, But God's in control, Mike, and this is the perfect time for the church to shine. Well, you know, and he showed us his mighty hand. I mean, have we slowed down because of the pandemic? (laughs) Have we slowed down? I mean, we're going into the the half year mark in, or we are into a half yeah. year mark in, yeah, in right. June now. And uh, man, you could go from disaster to disaster, even though in the middle of COVID, uh, the ministry's grown, God's blessed it, and we've been serving people. I mean, we could, we could go on and on and yeah. on how great it's been. Praise the Lord. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Pray, volunteer, donate. More information about the ministry, go to 8daysofhope.com. This last week, Mike, we had our quarterly conference call where we invite donors and volunteers to, to hear about a 10, 12-minute presentation, and then we took some questions. One of the questions asked is, how have you guys been staying so busy during COVID? Sure. Um, you know, the need is still real and even bigger with COVID. And even yeah. though, Mike, I think we all agree that we see light at the end of the tunnel, mm-hmm. right? Right. I mean, things are getting better. Praise God. Thank yes. you, Jesus, for helping us to guide this through. This still is the time for all of us as believers to be a light in a very dark world. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and for those of you that are still concerned about it, mask or no mask, or we're, even though we're getting much better, you know, what you feel comfortable with, go with. Yes. And, uh, you know, nobody's going to look at you and say, well, hey, you got the mask on you. Don't No, listen, no. just come out and serve and and serve people and you'll be blessed yourself so amen amen i'll tell you this guy blesses my socks off i okay I, yeah i'm looking down i'm missing one of them because this guy's amazing <laughs> uh him and his wife um gary wilkins is a leader of eight days of hope we have 181 volunteer leaders mm-hmm. but mike what makes gary and his wife unique is that they're missionaries okay. so they travel the country on a moment's notice they don't get paid a penny they don't get their expenses reimbursed they they have to raise their own support wow. and gary today is in louisiana where the floods hit about two, three weeks ago. We've been there for a week. We got one week left. Gary, how are you, my friend? Welcome. Uh, doing good. Thank you very much. Good morning. How are y'all doing? Man, we're we're doing great. Mike and I. Mike likes your accent. I could I could tell when Mike hears that southern <laughs> accent. Uh, being a northern boy, he he enjoys that. Gary, I know you're in Louisiana. Uh, before we get into the flooding and what the teams have been doing and what's left to do this last week, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? You know, your 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 wife, your family, where you live, and then where did you hear first about Eight Days of Hope? Um, well, you know, like I said, right now I'm from uh, North Carolina. I live there now. Um, 
which is actually in, we're in the process of moving to Tupelo, um, the Tupelo area, so we can uh, be closer to the headquarters wow. and be more active on a daily basis. Um, which actually, we're supposed to be doing some work on the house this week, but I ended up being here. Um, but as far as missions, I've I've been in missions since probably 2006, 2007. I was going overseas to uh, Peru and to Africa, and um, the way I ended up with Eight Days of Hope was when the economy really um, kind of crashed, fell apart years ago. Um, like I said, our, our our funding, we basically pay for it ourselves um, uh, for what we can't raise. And that particular year, we just we just couldn't afford the you know two thousand dollars to send me to Peru. And actually, my sister-in-law says, you know, you you don't have to go out of the country to to serve God to to be a missionary to work. Um, and she said, how about she'd heard about Eight Days of Hope on the radio. She says, check this group out. So I went online and checked it out, and that was actually. Y'all were gearing up for the uh, Tupelo trip, the the rebuild trip there. Oh, the tornado um, back in 2014. Yeah. 3,000 people yeah. showed up. That was your first trip, Gary? That was my first trip, oh. um, which actually my youngest son came with me, um, in which, you know, I, I have a background in construction and equipment and stuff like that, so I, I enjoyed it, but that was also the trip that, that y'all announced the rapid response arm. Um, yeah. And then... I think it was that following Christmas, um, I went on my first rapid response trip, and that I just I fell in love with that. I mean, that's where I mean I like the the rebuilds, I like the the safe houses, I like you know the the flood work, but the trees is just where I that's really where I, I love being, um, and just I just couldn't wait to be a part of it. It just took it took God some time to 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 work it out and finally we're in the we're in the process right now of making it a reality we've been full-time missionaries for a year and a half now but it's been back and forth to north carolina and tupelo and then wherever we were traveling to um but hopefully here by the by the middle of next month we're gonna we'll be full-time in uh mississippi so we can be active on a daily basis so so gary your background is construction and did you own your own company or did did you work with someone else no, so I worked for someone else, um, and luckily um, he was, he's a Christian also. My last day of work with him was actually just uh, a couple weeks ago, um, and like I said, he's a Christian, so he he understood me leaving. You know, I get I was getting two weeks paid vacation a year, um, in which he would gladly pay me for. But in you know, I remember the first year, I think I took six weeks off to okay. to go do missions work. Okay, so um, go ahead. Oh no! So I mean, it's just it's just a blessing to me, just the way God worked everything out for me to have a boss that would allow me to travel as needed. Um, up until you know this past year, uh, like February, this past February, I was home for two days. Um, I was in Africa for two weeks, home for Valentine's Day, and then okay. went to Tupelo for the safe house for two weeks. And he's 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 okay with it. So <laughs> I was I've really been blessed in that fact. That's awesome. So. Your first trip was uh, a rebuild, and you've done safe house. But you, you said you're you're, you're really driven. Uh, your passion is with the uh, rapid response. What what do you see is such a difference there? Um, I'm really not sure. I just the I don't know, the tree work um, is kind of I don't know, maybe where I think my strong suit is. You know, my background is in construction, but even that sure. part of the construction, we did clearing of trees and stuff like that. So that was kind of where I really shined at, I think. 
and that's where I, I just really enjoy being. And and a lot of it's it's some of it is just that there's not a lot of people that can do it, and it's just a skill that I have okay. that that yeah. God's blessed me with. So yeah. I, I don't want to use that for Him. Sure. So my story with Gary is, I you know, I, you know, sometimes when I I pop in and out of some of these trips, you know, they go on for you know, sometimes Mike, we're in three places at one time. Absolutely. You know, I'm married, I have five kids, so you can't be at every place, or I would be single and no kids, right? <laughs> I mean, that wouldn't have happened. That that's not good. But I remember seeing Gary at, at one project, and he's up there in a lift, and he's cutting down the trees and doing all of his Edward Scissor hands moves, you know, and things are flying <laughs> all over the place. And uh, you know, someone said, "Give Steve a chainsaw," and he looked and he like shook his head, "No, no." no. No no We're way. not giving you. You're too hyper, Steve. You're gonna you're gonna go home with like six fingers and one leg. And oh my goodness, Gary, I love your passion, brother. I mean, Mike, think about this. Here's a gentleman mm-hmm. who loves missions. For God, just shut a door. He didn't allow him to go overseas, but it opened up a new door. He's gonna move him and his wife from North Carolina to be at our national headquarters sure. at Tupelo, Mississippi, so he be involved every single day, every time he can, to serve with Eight Days sure. Hope. What a commitment, Mike. I, I hope folks are that are listening today really hear this. I mean, this is the essence of, you know, we're all searching for something. We're all mm. living our lives and trying to make things happen, you know, for, for the good. But when you pour it all out, like Gary and and Lacey, his wife, is, are doing, I understand she's leaving her, left her job soon or yeah. is leaving soon. But, you know, there's such a reward, such a blessing. Now, it's going to be very nervous to say, I'm going to let this slut go. And, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah, like to leave the big yeah, paycheck. Yeah. But but right. but God just provides and he blesses internally, externally, financially, every right. way. Got to do it. Got to do it when you get when you hear the call. Next question coming to you in a second, Gary, but let me just stop here. And, and on that note, let the listeners know that here is a missionary serving in America that today is in Louisiana helping out the flood victims. Uh, he doesn't get paid a penny. He had to pay his own way to get there. Um, you know, he's got to maintain his vehicles, sure. pay for insurance. You can sew into uh, the Wilkins, and you can do that at our website. Go to 8daysofhope.com, and under Who We Are, click on the Missionary tab, and you'll see a picture of Gary and Lacey, and just click on their picture on that link, and you can donate monies to help him today. Wouldn't that be a blessing, Mike, today mm-hmm. when this is being aired around the country, that just God opens up a floodgate to supply um, the financial resources for Gary and Lacey? I mean, talk about faith, moving their family so they can travel around the country on a moment's notice, and you can, again, support the Wilkins, Gary and Lacey Wilkins, 8daysofhope.com, click on the missionary tab, and uh, make a donation. Sure. Uh, without these missionaries, Mike, we could not do I what we did. do it. With, do it. Yeah, no. so, and be a part of it. You're, you're, you'll be a part of the 8 Days of Hope family Amen. By, by doing such, as a- supporting a- one of us. Amen. Gary, you've met a lot of volunteer leaders and volunteers from around the country serving with 8 Days of Hope. Maybe talk about oh, that yeah. a little bit, about the 8 Days of Hope family and what you and Lacey enjoy and the camaraderie and, and just some of the things that have come out of you serving with the ministry, 8 Days of Hope. Um, it's, I don't know, it's really hard to explain. I mean, like, if people who know anything about 8 Days of Hope know we're, we're non-denominational, um, so there's lots of different backgrounds, there's there's different viewpoints, but and it's just wonderful I mean, it starts some really good conversations, um, um, and it actually helps me to dig in, you know, people that have different viewpoints. Um, if they give me their view, it gives me, a, you know, some more reason. Hey, let me look, let me look, check this out a little bit. Um, but in, and beyond that, now, um, 
as we're as we're traveling around, I've got friends that are all over the country, and there you go. and a lot of them <laughs> tell it. A lot of them will say, you know, if you're ever in this area, let me know. You've got a place uh, to stay. That's and which it helps tremendously. You know, when we're traveling around the country, just having places to go and you know, yeah. for me, your face to see. It's part of that it's national all- network of the ADs. Of forty-one thousand volunteers now, uh, Gary. How many of the forty-one thousand do you know? <laughs> and you got to name them and tell us to sit. No, I would do that too. You know what's interesting, Mike? Is you know, 181 volunteers leaders representing 11 different denominations. To Gary's point, you are going to you know have some unique conversations at dinner or even while you're yes. driving to the site. And I get that. I understand that. There are going to be some things we're going to have to agree to disagree, right? Sure. Uh, choirs, no, with ro- choirs with robes or a full-blown contemporary <laughs> band uh, with their volume up on number 10. I, I get it. <laughs> yeah. But yep. there are some there are some foundational truths, Gary, that we live. We, 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 we uh, put the ministry uh, and tie it to it, you know. Uh, oh, yeah. we, we believe Absolutely. we believe that Jesus came, died for our sins, and rose from the dead. We believe that we need to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. We need to repent from our sins and ask him to come enter into my heart, walk with me, help me, guide me through this journey. And sometimes it's amazing to me, Mike, we've had volunteers and um, not only the families, but volunteers meet Jesus for the first time That's right. on a missions trip. Volunteers, yep. go ahead, Gary. You, you, you hitchhike on that. Yeah, go ahead. What, I mean, Gary, what comes to your mind when you think about that? A volunteer goes on a mission trip to bring hope to the hopeless, and he or she meets Jesus for the first time. Um, it, it's just it's amazing to see um, people who, you know, you come in, you meet them, and they they a lot of, they'll know who God is, they'll know who Christ is, but they don't know him personally. Mm. And then to see that click in them, it's just, it's amazing. It's, when they make that connection and, and make Christ their own, it's it's amazing to watch that. So that happens with the volunteers, Gary. How about a story oh, yeah. that, with uh, one of the homeowners that you, you perhaps you met, uh, a God-sized story or someone that came to Christ. Did something just stick out in your mind? Yeah, a family you served, Gary. Something that just, like when you left there, it was just a, a, a divine moment that God sent you to a house to serve somebody, and, and something unique happened. Um, there, there's quite a few. It's hard to pick, to pick just <laughs> yeah, one. Yes. Um, really, I think the big thing is just when, when we come in and you know, they know we're coming, you know, as far as when the work crew gets there, you know, we've already, someone's already had contact with them. Um, but when we get there, it's just to see their reaction when we actually show up to do the work. Um, cause unfortunately there are people that come around and say they're going to do stuff and just not do it. But then when we show up, um, there's been, you know, several times people that when they come to the door, they they just break down just oh, simply because we're there. We sure. did what we said we were going to do. Mm. Um, it's just, it's just amazing. Think about that, Mike. You know, to no fault of your own, a tree falls on your house, or four feet of water comes in your house, mm. or um, a snowstorm comes and and limits your your movement. You know, kind of like sure. a rapid response event in, in Buffalo, New York, back right. in Thanksgiving, what five years ago, six years ago. But strangers show up. Strangers mm. show up. Not your family, and not knocking that, but not sure. your family, not your next door neighbor. But strangers show up and say, "I'm here to help." Mm. I could see where a, a family opening that door would would weep, would cry, because sure. that is humbling, but also so exciting. But you just said the right word, humbling. That's what came to my mind as you're uh, expounding on that, and we've seen it firsthand. There. 
that's why it's called, it's called Eight Days of Hope, because folks are hopeless. They don't want to say that, but they're sitting at, what am I going to do? I don't have the finances, or I don't have the... And, and to, you know, to Gary's point, some people say, I'm going to come in and get the work done. They overcharge, or they don't show, mm. or they don't finish the job. Yeah, and, you know, we show up, and we get the job done. That is humbling, but exciting, but, you know, just rewarding on both sides of the fence, the, sure. those that are being served and those that are serving. You're listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. We travel the country to help out families after natural disasters. And today we're in Lake Charles, Louisiana, helping families after the recent record epic 100-year mm. floods that they have never seen. And and Gary, you know, you're there. You're right there. Mike and I are not. I mean, Gary, think yeah. about it. This region has seen four crazy disasters in less than six months. Hurricane Delta, Hurricane Laura. A crazy ice storm in January that wreaked havoc in Texas and Louisiana and busted pipes left and right, and now record floods. Gary, what go? What's going through your mind as you travel a community that you've been to multiple times in the last six months? What's going through your mind? Um, uh, again, it's hard. It's hard to explain. It's. I just, I mean, I just, my heart just hurts for these people. I mean, mm-hmm. they, I can, I can't imagine going through this stuff one time. You know, having your house just, you know, torn up, flooded, the roof ripped off of it, whatever, whatever it was, and then either by the time you get it fixed or before you even get it fixed, something else happens, mm-hmm. and it's just right. one thing on top of another and on top of another. It's just, um, I spoke with a lady yesterday here at the church. Um, she drove by and just said, you know, she she was thanking us for what we were doing. She's a a, a local. She works locally in remediation, and she said, you know, she the same thing. Basically, she's she hurts for these people and she's just tired of, you know, it's just, it's just so much to do and just, and so few people to do it really. Mm. Um, it's just, they've just, they've been through so much here. It's just, it's unbelievable really. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the one, two, three, and then one more punch to your gut. I mean, mm. I mean, yeah. it's just, it's unbelievable. Talking to Gary Wilkins, a missionary with eight days of hope. He, uh, again, is a volunteer, one of the 181 volunteer leaders. If you would like to support Gary and Lacey this week as they serve in Lake Charles, Louisiana with Eight Days of Hope, they raise all of their own support. They've never received a penny from the Ministry of Eight Days of Hope. And you can do that online at 8daysofhope.com. Click on the Missionary tab under Who We Who we Are. Click on the Missionary tab. Look up Gary and Lacey Wilkins. Make a donation, and they'll have access to that uh, very, very quickly. Gary, we're going to take a quick break. Can you hang on just for a couple more minutes? Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> I like this guy. I tell you, you know, Mike, we get to meet so many amazing people with Eight Days of Hope. And, you know, it's kind of like a a teacher or even a parent or a grandparent. You know, you don't have favorites and stuff. But there's some people that you meet and you Mm -hmm. click with. Yeah. And you probably don't know this, Gary, but I click with Gary. There is something really cool. (laughs) Gary's got a cool vibe going. But he, I tell you, he's no nonsense. He loves the Lord. He loves to serve people. And and I when I see him in his element with a sure. chainsaw in his hand, sure. you know, out at a disaster site, I tell you, my heart is full when I when I see Gary Wilkins. I can see him smiling with a chainsaw in his hand, looking down, and saying, "Yes, sir, I'm going." <laughs> Cut me some more wood. <laughs> yeah. He's saying, Steve, don't walk under this tree limb now when I cut it, brother. We, we want you to hang out for a couple more years. Hey, when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more to Gary Wilkins. Again, down in Lake Charles, Louisiana, helping out the flood victims uh, from a couple weeks ago, that record flood. We'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to Hope Rains. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. 
Eight Days of Hope is supported by a combination of donations from listeners and business partners like Provia. Provia is a manufacturer of residential doors, windows, siding, stone, and metal roofing. Provia is committed to serving their customers and sharing Christ in order to let our light shine before others so they may see our good works and give glory to our Father who is in heaven. More about Provia and their products at provia.com. Here's Steve Tiber, president of Eight Days of Hope. The fastest growing crime in America and across the world is sex trafficking. We're talking about millions of lives, even children. Did you know the average age of a child who's trafficked in America is 12 years old? Eight Days of Hope has decided to be a part of the solution with the body of Christ around the country. It's amazing to think that there's 13,000 animal shelters in our country, and that's a good thing, but there's less than 1,000 safe places for people who've been rescued from sex trafficking to go to. I know it's not a fun subject to talk about, but God has called the church to take its blinders off and end this human tragedy. At 8 Days of Hope, we're going to partner with an existing ministry, and for 14 days, we'll bring skilled volunteer professionals to renovate, rebuild, or remodel facility so that more can be rescued and receive the emotional, physical, and spiritual help they need. For more information on how you can get involved with our Safe House construction ministry, please email us at safehouse at 8daysofhope.com or go to our website, 8daysofhope.com. Maybe midnight or midday, never early. He gon' stand by what he claimed Lived enough life to say I heard your heart, I see your pain Out in the dark, out in the rain Feel so alone, feel so afraid I heard you pray Welcome back to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope, and help is on the way. In fact, help is there in Lake Charles, Louisiana. Our guest today, Mike, Gary Wilkins, a missionary with Eight Days of Hope. Volunteers have been in Lake Charles for a week. We're going to be there at least one more week or longer. You can volunteer if you're listening right now. It's free. You have to be 18. We'll provide food and lodging. We start out every day and end every day with worship and devotion. You'll meet people from all over the world. And if you come the next week, you might meet our guest, Gary Wilkins. Yes. Uh, Gary, thank you so much for taking some time. So, Gary, about a oh, week left. You. Yeah, you're welcome. But with about a week left, and and there's so much, we, we know we're not going to do all that needs to be done in a week. We could be there for 52 weeks. Uh, yeah. You have traveled all over the country. What goes through your mind when you pull out of a city? or an area of destruction? What, what's going through your mind, um, you know, knowing that you just help people, but knowing that there's so much more to do? Um, really much, really just that. Um, you know, for however long we've been in the different areas, um, some is, you know, five or six weeks, but then, and I, you know, I know and I've seen what we've done, but it seems like there's just, it was just a drop in the bucket. There's still so much more that needs to be done. And, you know, still, you know, what goes through my mind is, you know, who's going to, who's going to step in now, sure. you know, who, who's going to help the people that we didn't get to, hmm. you know, what, you know, what are they going to do now? Hmm. So Gary, let me ask you another question here. This is, 
we're talking to Gary Wilkins, but there's a Lacey, and there's a family involved <laughs> here too, right? Tell us a little bit about the background of your family, and are they involved, and how, how does it play out for you? Um, yes, um, like I said, uh, my wife's name is Lacey. Um, she just uh, actually she just had her last day at work probably a week ago. Oh, um, so congratulations! Yes, that, that's all part of the, the move to Mississippi. Um, but I've got, uh, we have two two children. Um, we have Austin, which is our oldest. He's 25. He's in the military serving. Um, he was with the, he did four years in the Marines, and now he's in the Army. Oh, wow. Um, wow. Planning, planning to make that a career for him. Um, and our youngest, Weston, he's a, well, he was a senior in high school, which is kind of the time end of our move to Mississippi. We were waiting on him to finish school this year. Okay. So, you know, he's graduated, so now we're getting ready to, to make the move. So where do you see Winston going um, as far as college or eight days of hope volunteer right away? <laughs> um, Weston, he's, pro- he's not college. He's he's like me. He's he's not college-minded. College okay. Um, he, 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 he did good. Just to, to go to to go to school like I did, I did what I had to do to get get out. <laughs> sure, <laughs> you sure. Um, both. Yeah. So yeah, he's um, but yeah, he's moving with us. He he has been. Both of my kids have been on missions trips with me before. Um, they've both been to South America with me twice, um, nice. into to Lima and into the Amazon jungle. Wow. And mm. um, then, like I said, Weston, he's been on one of the eight days of hope trips with me. But, uh, you know, with school and all the time, and he's, he's wanted to go to more, but with the time and him being in school, a lot of times he couldn't. Hmm. So hopefully he can be a little more active also when we get here. And Eight Days of Hope is very family-friendly, our rebuilding events. Um, you know, any age can come, and we've seen infants with, you know, moms and dads with five, six kids in tow, and I know that you guys have traveled. Gary, uh, name some of the places you've been with Eight Days of Hope uh, around the country. Oh gracious! Um, let's see, like Tupelo, um, Hattiesburg, um, Iowa, uh, Newburn, North Carolina. Um, was it Black River, South Carolina? Yeah. Um, uh, they all kind of they they tend to run Te- together. Texas, <laughs> Texas. Yeah, I was in Texas once. You know, twice. <laughs> yeah, twice. I, I was in Texas twice. How, how many times um, you been to Louisiana? This year? <laughs> <laughs> the life of a missionary with eight oh, days wow. of hope. Oh, my gosh. You know what's amazing, yeah. Gary? I was talking to a friend of mine the other day, and he said, Steve, you got to come down and have dinner. Uh, he's in Lafayette, Louisiana. And I said, brother, as many times I've been to Louisiana in the last six months, I might as well just get a, like, an apartment down there. <laughs> I mean, this yeah, state, Mike, sure. has been hit over and over and over again. I don't know how, folks, the resilience that they have mm. to have – and, and folks, as you're listening, you know, we need to really pray for the folks there. Yeah. I mean, I mean, can you imagine? Uh, I mean, one hit is disastrous enough uh, to have to live through. Then two, then three, and now they're on number four. Mm-hmm. Some of them. So yeah, it, that's, that's that's it's heartbreaking. That's tough. That's tough. You're listening to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days Hope. We're talking to Gary Wilkins, who's in Lake Charles, Louisiana, with volunteers from around the country serving families. After the recent flooding, yes, two hurricanes, an ice storm, and now flooding, mm. it just is nonstop. Gary, we only have a minute left or so. Um, you know, down the road, I know you and your wife well enough that whenever God opens up a door, 
you're ready to go be the hands and feet of Jesus. Speak to the listener out there who's never been on a missions trip, never have traveled once in, once in their life to go anywhere, and, and maybe they're 40 or 60 or 20. Speak to the listener and encourage them why it's so important to go on a missions trip to be a light in a very dark world. Um, well, the our shirts, Eight Days of Hope, we have on the on some of them. We have love and serve, um, and that word love it's it's not it's not a feeling like most people think it is. It's an action, mm. and that's I mean that's how that's what we do. We love we love on people by you know just coming and helping. Um, and a lot of times, I've heard it many times that you know you go on a missions trip to to bless someone else, to be a blessing, to serve them. But I can tell you, there's this more often than not, I get a blessing out of just meeting people and hearing their stories, and just just being being allowed into that little glimpse of their life. Mm-hmm. It's just you get you get as much out of it as you give. I can tell you that for sure. And Mike, you've traveled the country. I mean, you've mm-hmm. you've been you were in Panama City with your wife Doris, yes, right after Hurricane Michael. Absolutely. And, and and when you you know you see it on TV, and I'm not knocking TV, but you can have even the 90 inch TV. I mean, they're making them big these days. Oh my gosh! <laughs> but there's nothing like being there, sure, and meeting somebody who not only went through it, will have to live through that destruction, being a right. visual. For months and sometimes years, Mike. I mean, well, it's, it's life-changing. It, it is, and I could relate to what Gary said earlier about the rapid response. Uh, that was one of the maybe second resp- rapid responses I had been on and with my wife for the first time, and there's something really special about that because you're, you're firsthand meeting somebody that just yesterday, you know, had their house just blown away or trees just, and, and there's just such a instant bonding of, you know, like we use the word love and serve. Mm-hmm. Love just flows, tears fly, and we're here to serve. And it's just such a mm-hmm. rewarding on both sides. Yeah. And Gary, you've had a chance to pray with some of the families over the years on all these trips with Eight Days of Hope. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, when, you know, it, it, it is, it, it can get emotional sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you serve and maybe you, you take three trees off a house and yet you leave them and the house hasn't been rebuilt yet. Doesn't mean that we can't or don't go back later. Um, but the journey is really just starting for them, and you've played a part in their journey. But it, it, it can be a little bit emotional at times, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, just like I said, you know, just to, to see the people, you know, when, when we come in and they, they'll, just, they'll just start crying. And then when you tell them you're going to do it, you do it. It's just, that's, of course, that's just one of the steps they've got to go through. But, you know, there's so much more ahead of them. Right. Um, and, it's just, it's just a lot. Yeah, it is a lot. You know, it's it's kind of like a marathon. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, but but it it isn't twenty six. You know, point two miles or twenty six point. I mean, it just goes on and on and on yeah. and on. And and right. um, thankfully, people like Gary Wilkins, um, on a moment's notice, partner with Eight Days of Hope, and they're serving families in need. Uh, on a moment's notice. Pray, volunteer, donate. Mike, we always talk about prayer. In a minute, I'm going to ask you to pray for Gary and Lacey, especially as they transition from North Carolina to Mississippi. Yes, I know they're excited. We're excited. I mean, I'm jumping up and down that they're going to be there. Um, But also, Mike, pray that people heard this message today and consider volunteering either in Louisiana this week or maybe up in the Northeast in Buffalo in July. Uh, I know we're going to be announcing plans in Cedar Rapids for August. Of course, there'll be other disasters, unfortunately, we'll go to. And then 
lastly, Mike, the resources, the donations. Sure. You know, every dollar given, there's a 100% pass through. At this point, with all these disasters, Mike, um, we are praying that God opens some doors for some of those donations as well. So um, can you do that, Mike? Let's pray. Father, first, we thank you for the example of Gary and and Lacey, the call on their lives and the way they've answered that call. And Lord, for the listeners that are hearing this this today, that they would be moved and and, and either to, to help and donate and volunteer their lives, as well as donate to Gary and Lacey. We thank you for your hedge of protection. Father, in this transition uh, with their son going with them, and first of all, we thank you for their son that's volunteering, or not volunteering, is uh, serving in the Army for our betterment in our country. uh, But for this entire family, just bathe them with your peace, your presence, and your blessing of finances as they make this transition. Safe travels, and thank you for the great work you're going to be doing in all their lives. And, And... using their lives to motivate others to get involved and and serve. We thank you for them in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Mike. Gary, it thank is you. it is a pleasure, brother. I know it, it, it is it hot down there yet in Louisiana? <laughs> oh yeah, it is hot all day long. <laughs> no, no, he didn't say that, listeners. Go on down. You won't sweat. <laughs> no, you you might sweat, but a couple of us could probably lose a pound or two right now after the COVID nineteen, oh, you know, yes, kind of hit us. But Gary, I appreciate you so much. Give Lacey a hug. I know that we'll see each other did, soon. Bro. Uh but man, you are uh you're an inspiration to all of us. And again, if you, if you, the listener, want to come alongside the Wilkins, they're missionaries with 8 Days of Hope, go to 8daysofhope.com, click on who we are, click on missionaries, look for Gary and Lacey Wilkins' picture, and you can make a donation. They'll get every single penny. 8 Days of Hope will get none of it. And at this point, uh, I want to encourage you, donate to them today, yes. uh, the Wilkins family. Gary, mm-hmm. we love you, brother, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you. God bless you, man. Wow. Good Good time, good conversation. I'll tell you, the blessings, he, this his story again, the blessings you receive when you step out in faith, yes, step out to answer the call. God is faithful, and your life will be radically changed. This is a great example of a man and his wife and his family that, you know, there'll be rewards that you can't describe over an interview, but you've got to step up and volunteer and follow his, follow his example. And uh, you'll, your life will be changed. You know what's interesting, Mike, is you know people out there listening. They've been on a missions trip. They've gone, you know, a weekend away. They've you know gone to a disaster. They've gone to a homeless shelter. You know, a feeding ministry. Uh, there's so many great ministries out there sure. doing some amazing things. And, and and here, he took it to the next step. Mm. You know, he not only decided to travel the country with eight days of hope, but he wants to be involved. His legacy. I mean, part of his legacy is is what God has in store for him. You know, we pray for many, many years, but he and his wife are moving from North Carolina sure. to our national headquarters down in Tupelo, Mississippi. I mean, wow. Yeah. How many wow. stories? Yes, yes, yes. But how many stories have we heard? As you were just expounding on that, it's, yes, it could be just a, a trip for you. And, and that's fine. And yes, it is. How many stories have we heard, though, Steve, of yes. families that I went and then I, I just, I, I'm, I'm giving it all. I'm, I'm selling mm. out to it, um, selling their homes or giving their homes away. We've heard stories yeah, of no, that. Right. We've, and, yeah. Or bought an RV, and, and yes. they just felt that that's the calling. <laughs> yes, yes. And their life has been radically changed and blessed. Incredible. You know, our volunteers, our, our oldest, excuse me, our wisest leader <laughs> uh, is in his mid-80s. 
Uh, and our youngest leader, I think, is uh, maybe 21, okay. 22. Uh, I know we've had teenagers over the years as well. But it's really the body of Christ coming together. And, you know, earlier in the, in the interview, he talked about uh, people from different backgrounds, different yes. denominations. Yes. Now, now we don't back away from the biblical truth. Our statement of beliefs is on our website. Right. Uh, we do have 11 different denominations uh, representative. But, Mike, to me, that's an example of the church being the church that God's called it to be. It, it, it is, and it's doing what our motto really is. We're loving and we're serving people. And that's just exactly yeah. what Jesus did when he walked on the face of this earth. He loved them, he served them, washed his disciples' feet. That's what we're doing. Do you know this year, Eight Days of Hope, we've been to Kentucky with the flooding. We were in Mississippi recently with some tornadoes in Texas for many, many weeks, helping out families repair pipes after the uh, the ice storm. And now we're in Louisiana um, as well. We have something planned in the Northeast in New York, something coming up in Iowa in August. And if you would like to help support what God is doing through Eight Days of Hope, we have never charged anybody a penny, mm. nothing. Mm. $55 million of work. Would you consider today a donation to the Ministry of Eight Days of Hope? You can give online, and you can, or you can mail a check. I'll give you the mailing information here in a minute, and that is on our website and Facebook page. But go to 8daysofhope.com, click on Donate. You could make a one-time gift. You, become, you can become a monthly partner with the Ministry of 8 Days of Hope, where it's really easy, a couple clicks, and you can be a part of what God is doing. You can also mail us a check. Uh, we still take checks, I promise you. You can mail it to P.O. Box 3208. That's 3208 Tupelo, Mississippi, T-U-P-E-L-O, Mississippi, M-S, 38803. That's P.O. Box 3208, Tupelo, Mississippi, 38803. And uh, let us know where you're listening today. Uh, had a text the other day from someone in Kansas. Kansas? Yes, out west part of Kansas. They were wow. driving down the road, and they just said, hey, we want to come join you guys. And that was kind of cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Now, how about our YouTube channel? If you really want to, yeah. If you want to watch some of the videos, yeah. yeah. So right now, if you go to our Facebook page, there's a video uh, from a couple of days ago that we posted where we announced plans of doing a unique outreach where our Northeast satellite is in Buffalo, New York. Uh, but on our YouTube channel, you can see videos of past trips. But more importantly, you get to see some of the videos where we just interview the families we serve. That's it. Yeah. There isn't Mike or Steve. There isn't another leader of ADs. Oh, we just we tell their we allow them to tell their stories. Yes. And Better bring a Kleenex. It'll move your heart. That's that's why I bring that up to to the listeners' attention. Check those videos out. Yeah, on our YouTube channel. Yep, Eight Days of Hope there as well. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, social media. So um, yeah, take take uh, like us somewhere. Like us. Give us a thumbs up. Hey, yeah, two. <laughs> two thumbs, thumbs up. Two thumbs up. All right, two likes. I like that as well. Mike, a lot going on. Um, we yes. are going to be at RiseFest uh, next weekend. That's, That's right. in Sheldon, Iowa. It's a two-day Christian music festival, and we're a partner sponsor out there. And if you live in Iowa in the Midwest, you want to do a little road trip to Sheldon, Iowa, which is on the western part of the state. We have some tickets we want to bless you with. We want to give you some tickets. We've got we've got a, a couple, not many, but we have a couple. But if you have a family and you want to do a road trip and just get out of the house, feeling comfortable now that COVID, sure. we see light at the end of the tunnel, nice. just email us at info, I-N-F-O, at 8daysofhope.com and say we would like some Rise Fest tickets. We want to bless you. 
And uh, we have just a couple left, but we'd like to do that. I think we maybe got 10 or 12 okay. left. And, and and you are speaking at that, am I right? You know, that was the original plan. <laughs> that was the original <laughs> plan. But eight days out, Mike, we are really flexible. Oh, okay. So Chandler Gurley is going to take that oh, on. Wow. And she'll do a great job. Yes. Uh, she'll be doing a seminar. We'll have a booth. Uh, some great groups out there. Casting Crowns is going to be there. I mean, they got a great lineup. Uh, just Google Rise Fest. Sure. Uh, but yeah, that was the original plan. <laughs> that well, was before a couple your- other speaking or. or Arrangements. She's your assistant, a oh. right arm person. She'll 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 do a great job. And she's amazing. She's yeah, she's not only an executive assistant, she's like director of operations now. <laughs> I mean everything kind of I mean, but you know, Mike, she can handle it. Oh gosh, yes. Yeah. She's so good. She's, she's so good. One, she's one in a million. You got a busy week ahead? I do. Um, you know, what's 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 going on in our area here? Uh, you know, of course family things going on. And I'm so busy with um uh, an organization called Eight Days of Hope. Oh no, <laughs> it's keeping yeah, me busy. Yeah, I know it is. We had a press conference last week in Buffalo, and uh, that was a lot of fun. And as always, Mike, uh, you do a great job. Well, yeah. I I try to get out and pass the word because there's still mm. folks in our own home area, sure, that um, just yeah. need to know details. I yeah. met with the pastor the other day. I, uh, I'm part of a pastors group here in Buffalo. We just and we got to get the word out. You know, last week we just wrapped up our feeding program. I know we got a minute left, but it's amazing how God opens up the door for Eight Days of Hope. Mike, we moved $6 million of food Incredible. to local churches oh, yes. uh, in Ohio, in Iowa, in upstate New York mm. over the last 10 weeks. And we, we gave pallets of food to churches so they can connect with their community and sure. their congregation. What an amazing 10 weeks. That is the key to it, though, Steve. Working through the local church. It's not about eight days of hope. Always. It's working through the local church. Yeah. Always, yep. always. Well, thank you for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed the program. If you did and you are intrigued and want to learn more about the ministry, go to our media page on our website at 8daysofhope.com, and you can uh, listen to some of the past broadcasts. Um, also, just real quickly, this past week, Mike, we were at CMB, Christian Music Broadcasters, oh, yes. a national uh, association gathering down in Orlando, Florida, made some new friends as well from around the country. So uh, God continues to open up doors for the Ministry of Eight Days Hope to share what God is doing, not us, but what he's doing. What he's doing. And we're so thankful uh, to be a part of it. Father, we thank you for today. Yes. Uh, we thank you for Gary and Lacey. We thank you for mm. their heart. Lord, I do pray that if there's a listener out there that wants to come alongside them, uh, would not only pray for them and possibly donate to them as full-time missionaries. Lord, I pray that you would continue to encourage your people to be the hands and feet of your son, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Maybe not even with Eight Days Hope, with another ministry. But Lord, let us not just sit on the sidelines and watch life play out, mm-hmm. but be a part of sharing your love, your hope, and your joy. In yes. Jesus' name we pray. pray. Amen. Amen. Love you, brother. Oh, love you too. Great, great mornings uh, spending time with you here. Amen, brother. Thank you. Mm. As he reaches for another cup of coffee. Hey, thank you for joining <laughs> us today. We can't wait to talk to you next week. You've been listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Thanks for listening to Hope Reigns from Eight Days of Hope. Come back next week for more God-sized stories from across the country. To listen to this or a previous episode of Hope Reigns, please visit our show archive at 8daysofhope.com.